Hi, I'm Chrissy. I'm Joss. And you're listening to Breaking the Curtain, the podcast where we interview our theater idols and chat all about the history behind your favorite musicals. So sit back, relax, and enjoy enjoy the episode. episode. Oh my god. Oh my god, you guys. I am so excited about this revamped Haunted Theaters episode because we were just inside Canada's most famous haunted theater. I am always popping in and out of that theater. It's one of my favorites. But let's tell the listeners why we were visiting the Royal Alexander Theater before we dive into this episode. Of course. Okay, so we attended the opening night of Six in Toronto. And let me tell you guys, it was so much fun. The show itself was even better than I anticipated. We will have an episode all about that coming out at the end of the week, so stay tuned. When we began our podcast journey three years ago, a huge goal of ours was to be invited to a Mervish event. And after like multiple invites to Broadway and the West End and being unable to attend due to, you know, the distance, we finally attended our first Mervish opening night. And if you want to see more from that event, you should follow us on TikTok and mm-hmm. Instagram at Breaking the Curtain because Chrissy is a social media genius and has just posted Aww. some fantastic reels of that evening. So, as we just mentioned, the show is housed by the Royal Alexandra Theatre, and it has a long, crazy, spooky history. We ourselves have experienced some interesting things while seeing shows and exploring inside this theatre. So here's the thing. I think people these days are mostly believers of the paranormal and supernatural. I know you and I both are believers as we have experienced some uh, supernatural activity, as you will, you know, to some degree. So I'd be super interested to hear if anyone else has had some personal paranormal experiences while inside a theater. If you have, please do tell us your story on Instagram and, you know, maybe we'll read it in an episode next spooky season. So in this episode, we have two haunted theater stories and then a few tidbits of things that I found on the internet that I could not debunk. So I'm hoping to get those debunked today if anyone has more information on them. All right. Am I going to need a nightlight for this? You know, you might. You might need like a Scooby-Doo flashlight. (laughs) You know, some of these stories do get a little bit graphic. I don't think it's too horrible, but just in case... Listener discretion is advised? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's All fair right. to say. If you don't yeah. like a ghost story, just don't stick around. We won't judge you. There is some you. stuff about, you know, death and such. So, like, just... Which, obviously, because... <laughs> 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 Trigger warning for death. It's a ghost story. <laughs> Trigger warning. There's death involved in the ghost all right. But again, to say, if ghost stories aren't your thing, see you next episode. All right. So to begin, we're going to chat about the Royal Alexandra Theatre. So this is the oldest of the Mervish-owned theatres in Toronto, as well as Canada's most haunted theatre. It was built in 1907, making it 116 years old. In 1987, Mervish Productions was founded by David Mervish with the intent to showcase Canadian work, as well as Canadian artists, while collaborating with other Canadian theatre companies. The Royal Alex was home to many of these productions, and now Mervish Productions is the largest commercial theater production company in Canada. 
As Canada's most haunted theater, there are many spirits who reside inside the Royal Alex, and reports of their existence seem to be almost as old as the theater herself. Those working at the theater from performers, crew, and security have reported temperature drops, noises in the dressing room hallways, such as footsteps and dragging chains, to glass shattering in an empty room. Hot spots in the theater include the green room, the second floor dressing room hall, which is home to the haunted dressing room 10, and the house's dress circle. Hmm. Maybe it's because I know it's haunted, but at this point, what theater isn't haunted? You know, it's so interesting you say this as theaters mm. as hotspots for supernatural activity. When you think of it, it kind of makes sense if you look into like the science of ghosting. <laughs> Give me a minute with this. But essentially, for a spirit to manifest itself, to show itself as an apparition or to like move things, make noise, all of that stuff, it requires large amounts of energy to feed off of. And what other types of buildings have the sort of energy exchange that goes on inside a theater? There's energy coming from audience members, like over a thousand audience members. And there's also energy coming from the huge cast on stage, mm. the crew backstage, the pit musicians. The place is brimming with energy. So, of course, it's more likely to be a place where ghosts are spotted or heard or spooky happenings are going on because whoever's residing there has a crap ton of energy to feed off of all the time. And then we even leave a light on for them at night. Yeah, I mean, we leave a light on so they don't get scared in the dark. Like, come on. So theaters are doing the ghosting. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense because I have been ghosted by some theater boys. Let me tell you. Love All right. <laughs> but at the Royal Alex, there is a certain vibe I feel whenever I walk inside this theater. And maybe it's the Victorian-esque red velvet wallpaper or like the old-fashioned decor. But it legitimately feels haunted. And I love that. There's long hallways with dimly lit staircases, which at the six opening, I wanted to get spooky content for you all who follow us on social media. As I pulled out my phone to film, I started explaining to Jocelyn to stop walking on the staircase because I was about to capture content for us to use later with the voiceover. So as I am switching over to video mode, the soul light in the staircase <laughs> begins to flicker like crazy. And I did try my best to capture it on video, but because of the lighting on the video itself, you know how like things get captured brighter than they are on video? Um, it doesn't pick up super well. At least doesn't do the flickering justice to the way it was in real life. But you guys... I nearly peed on the staircase. Like, I was like, whoa, <laughs> this place is active. It was absolutely insane because, I mean, like you said, it's an old theater. There's lots of energy just mm -hmm. coming off of it. I find that old buildings in general, they just seem to vibrate. And the Royal Alex vibrates at a very high frequency, which, oh, man, y'all are going to think I'm nuts. But it's the facts. It vibrates at a really high frequency. When you step in, it's somehow always cold, even with like 100 million people in the room. Like I'm just always, feel it. I'm you step always in freezing in the Royal it. Alex. Yeah. Mm. It's always buzzing. 
So it's hilarious because Chrissy was going to film some stuff. She's like, I'm going to get this hallway here for like the spooky content. And I was like, I was like, yeah, Canada's most haunted theater. And the minute I swear it was the minute I said the word haunted, the light started flickering. And I was like, ah. I even put my my camera to the light as we were talking because I was like, oh, this light looks like kind of spooky. And then it started flickering, which it could be a faulty light bulb. It could be a very old light bulb. But I'd nah. like to think it was paranormal <laughs> activity. <laughs> well, 100%. Who, whoever was listening to us uh, wanted their 15 minutes of fame. So they got it. We, we hooked them up. We hooked them up. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I get paid for it. I mean. Now, that wasn't our only paranormal occurrence in the Royal Alex. Last year, during a visit, we went into the lounge area to once again film some spooky content while we waited for the show to begin, which I can't even explain the vibe I get when I walk into the lounge room. Um, I'm not even sure if that's what it's called. I know it has a name on the door there if you've been. I'm sure you know what room I'm talking about. It's on the left side when you walk in. There's mirrors and the vibe makes you want to go up and play the Bloody Mary game. Like it's it's real spooky stuff. Anyways, this time I had Jocelyn share a ghost story on camera for social media. And after filming, we decided to take photos. Now, around two days later, when I was slapping a filter on the photo, I noticed that there is a full on face in the mirror. A full-on cloudy, bearded man on the side of the mirror. I posted the photo. I did a poll to check if anyone else could see it too. And they could. Everyone said, yeah, hell yeah, we see it. And now here's the strange thing. We remembered this uh, story, this occurrence today, and looked everywhere on our phones for the image. And it is totally gone. Like, totally erased. Maybe it was in, like, one of the photos that we took, but it's not there anymore. <laughs> it's not, which is insane, because I am notorious for keeping photos on my phone, like, for an obscene amount of time. Like, I have stuff on there from 2018 that I have not deleted, and it's mm -hmm. not, like, important stuff either. So the fact that it's not there, like, it's freaking me out, guys. They're in the technology now. It's really, really weird. But that face is there, clear as day. I'm just so glad we saw it in the photo once we were at home, because otherwise I probably would have peed a little bit. I mean, I do have the image. I, I did um, find it when I went back into my stories archive on the podcast account, and I have it now, but it's not in the original photos, which is like even creepier. Yeah, it's like in the screenshot <laughs> yeah. that we had taken of the original photo. Where I asked for is... the poll. Yeah. No, it's which... really weird. Like there's... <laughs> It's just weird. <laughs> but I think it's important to note that, like, none of, like, the spirits at the Royal Alex are, like, bad. No, like, it's not a bad vibe. Lovers. Yeah, it's, like, it's a really, like, chill vibe in there. Like, you know it's active when you walk yeah. in. Uh, but you know that. It doesn't feel that, mean. No. Like, it's not, like, a negative vibe at all. It's very, very no. positive. It They're happy to be haunted. there. <laughs> like, it feels spooky because, like, ghost. But it doesn't feel mean. I feel like if it wasn't for, like, the cold spots, it wouldn't feel haunted either. 
Um, you know what I mean? I don't like, know about that. I think they need to either like redo the decor, which like, please don't, <laughs> because I love that. It it has a, a character to it. Um, But the decor is giving haunted theater vibes for sure. It's so beautiful. Like, it's if you gorgeous. Been to the Royal Alex, just go see a show at the Royal Alex because it's yeah. gorgeous. It's, it's where uh, Princess Diana saw Les Mis. So I think that's a cool little fact as well. Hey. Hey. So, Joss, how about you share the story you told me in the room that day with everyone listening? I would love to because this is one of my favorite, like, theater ghost stories. So a couple years back, I had a chance to speak with John Karastamatis, who is the communications director of the Royal Alexandra Theater. And during the pandemic, he'd been working on something about the ghosts of the Royal Alex, like a story with some songs. So I was chatting with him to kind of get the story behind the story because, you know, I wanted to know. And so he told many stories from a man who was named Lewis, and he worked the midnight shift at the Royal Alexandra stage door. So Lewis would talk a lot about the games that the spirits would play with him. So one evening, he was hearing the sound of shattering glass in the green room, which is in the basement, and he went down to investigate only to find a coffee pot just sitting in the middle of the floor. So he heard shattering glass, he went down, and it's after midnight, so the building is empty, it's just him. Goes running down, the coffee pot is just sitting in the middle of the green room floor. So he decided to spread talcum powder down the second floor hallway because he would usually hear the sound of someone running. So later that evening, he heard the same sounds, like someone was running down the second floor hallway. And when he went to investigate, there was a set of footprints left in the powder. Which, that gives me chills every no, time. thank you. I think about it. And of course, it was before, like, cell phone cameras, right? So he mm. didn't, like, take a photo of it. Because, like, that would have been the shit. <laughs> like, I don't know Lewis's last name, but I would love to have Lewis on the podcast. Just come and tell us stories about... Uh, the old haunted Royal Alex. So while the Royal Alexandra Theater is ripe with spiritual energy, they do have three confirmed ghosts. So the first two have appeared only as full-bodied apparitions. So one is a woman in a long white gown who sits in a box in the dress circle to house left, looking out onto the stage. I did look for her when we were at six. Did that not see her. That is really weird that you're saying this right now. Because unknowingly, I kept staring at the box. I mean, I didn't see anything, but I just was like so drawn to the boxes. Yeah, I kept looking I over know. to the left box to That's see if she weird. was I there. That's weird. I didn't know that story. She wasn't. I think there was somebody in her seat. So maybe she was somewhere else. I don't know. <laughs> it was full. Yeah. Another is a tall man in a tuxedo and a top hat. There is one other possible ghost uh, who was an unnamed apprentice, and he fell from the paint room to his death in the theater's early years, though no one has ever found records to confirm this. So the paint room is up in the flies, and that's how they would paint the backdrop. In the olden days, they had like, it was like a room, but then one of the walls didn't exist, and it was, that was where they would lower the backdrop in. So mm -hmm. they would paint like, Layer by layer. Not sure what the story was, but he did fall from the fly room. Sorry, the paint room, which is up in the flies, to his death. But again, there aren't any records confirming this because, again, it was in the early 1900s. That's horrible. Especially because things weren't recorded 
very strictly at that time, so we don't know who he is. Mm -hmm. And again, he's a ghost that isn't confirmed because nobody's seen him. Only the other two have been seen. But I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, based on my experience with the supernatural and kind of what I know and what I feel to be true, I would say that those are not the only ghosts in the Royal Alex. I would say there's... I so agree. There's at least... Like, there are so many. I would say definitely in the double, maybe triple digits. There's a lot of spirits there. And who knows? Maybe they come and go. Maybe the two that have been seen are the resident. There's definitely a lot more energy than just two or three. Oh, like, definitely. I agree. I'd be curious to hear what people like ushers and such working there now think. Because I, I yeah. do believe that there has to be more than two or three exactly so if you've ever worked at the royal alex stage door or on stage at the royal alex or know somebody who has and they have a story they would like to tell please give them our information i would love to hear it i'd love to hear if anybody has anything from dressing room 10 the haunted dressing room i want to know who was i want to know who's causing trouble in there or like any audience members who have felt like a weird Mm-hmm. And I think experience. I think this was at the Royal Alex too that John had mentioned. There's one guy and he comes in. It's not the top hat guy. Uh, but he mm. just comes and he sits and he watches the show and he leaves. That's cute. And he's a ghost. But he's like I an older too, gentleman man. and that's what he does. He just comes, he sees the show and he leaves. Well, this next haunted theater has a very sad story. The Ford Center for the Performing Arts Oriental Theater then known as the Iroquois Theater, is known for a horrific tragedy. The original building opened in 1903 and was advertised as being absolutely fireproof. This sadly was not the truth. Only six weeks into opening during a sold-out performance of Mr. Bluebeard, a flash was seen near an electric spotlight and flames suddenly spread across a drape igniting an area containing flammable oil-painted backdrops hanging from oiled ropes. At first, nobody panicked. They had been told the theater was fireproof. During the chaos, someone even took to the stage and told the audience not to worry, to remain seated, even. However, when the fire curtain failed to make it all the way, even attempts to pull it down manually did not work. At that point, spectators, many of them women and children, started to panic as they made a mad rush for the doors. Meanwhile, the stagehands opened a set of outside doors which sent a ball of fire into the theater. Many were brought outside to the alley where they then died. More than 602 audience members perished when the deadliest theater fire in American history occurred. Bodies were piled outside in the alley behind the theater, which is now dubbed Death Alley. The Iroquois was eventually torn down, and the Oriental Theater, now known as the Nederlander, was built on the same site. During the Chicago run of Wicked in 2005, Anna Gasteyer, who was playing Elphaba at the time, set up on the lift during the end of Defying Gravity. Anna could see a group of people in the wings. Thinking that was odd, she continued on with the performance. After exiting the stage, she made her way down the flight of stairs through a long corridor towards her dressing room, when she heard a child's voice. (laughs) Turning the corner, there was a woman by the stairwell at the end of the hall with two children. Assuming they were actors, she nodded politely, 
The woman nodded back. Anna watched as they turned the corner, and when she followed, they were gone. Vanished. Upon returning to her dressing room, she told her dresser about the people backstage wearing period costumes, and how she had been noticing other people around the backstage area who weren't in the show. Her dresser responded telling her it was most likely people from the fire, noting that the anniversary of the Great Iroquois Fire was coming up that week. Anna is sure that hundreds of ghosts spent their nights seeing Wicket during the run at the Oriental Theater. She also made note of how terrible the energy within the alley felt. You know, I have a few comments, but the first is that I did mm. not expect that to turn into a Wicked story. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> um, it apparently is quite a well-known story. It didn't take much digging for me to find. This is, like, devastating. It really is. I didn't know this story beforehand either. Me neither. Like, ugh. It's so sad. And then you have a creepy ghost child talking. That's like I know. my nightmare. And the thing is, he's probably their souls are probably trapped there from all the trauma, which is like, of course, that's even devastating. more devastating. But I also know if I was just minding my business walking downstage backstage and I heard a child's voice and there were no kids in the cast. I would vomit on. The I would have lost like, my mind. No, I would have been I gone had a mental break i would have had to resign i would have been like no sorry i quit <laughs> but i gotta say this is why like when things are advertised as being absolutely anything like fireproof mm. unsinkable yeah. don't go in them it's very titanic-esque isn't it i know right yeah, yeah it's fireproof mm. i it? know and i feel so bad though for the stagehands who were trying to help by opening the door not realizing that it would blow inwards rather than outwards and the air gushed inside and, and created a ball of fire i think that is yeah just, that's they awful. tried to help and they made trying it worse to get everybody and that's out awful. Like, do they know what started it so it was like an electrical fire right yeah um okay. you know like the reports are so old i did look it up and i couldn't find too much about it just that it it was an electrical fire and then caught on to the oil based um backdrop yeah and the oil yeah. painting in the back the yeah. oils in the painting of yeah the, the rope was oiled as well and that just like set it yeah that's ablaze. devastating it really and is this is why it's always important when the stage manager is having the safety talk Mm. You have to listen to them because it's so dangerous. You know, even if the fire curtain had come down, it probably still would have been a tragedy. Like, it might not have been as big. Like, right. the number of casualties may have been smaller. Mm -hmm. But holy Moses, that's, yeah, that's yeah. really, really sad. And, like, it the is. alley part, too, like, that just, like, I puts, know. like, ice at the base of my spine. And apparently the alley in 2005 was like dark, like they didn't have much lighting at all um, back then. So like that's even worse. It is renovated now, but I mean, still, the, the spirits would definitely still be in their final rest. Well, not final resting spot. I imagine they were buried, but still it's um, yeah, a lot of energy. Yeah. And trap trapped energy, like you said. Yes. So this does seem like 
you know, I believe Anna. Like there's some like theater oh, yeah. ghost stories where you're like, mm. but this this I definitely get. You know, you have the site of a tragedy. Yeah. Lots of people. Yeah. Well, that's just it. I was looking at I was reading some old forms from Broadway World and people were talking about ghosts that are in the Winter Garden Theater and I cannot for the life of me find any documentation or stories about these Winter Garden ghosts and <laughs> Winter Garden ghosts oh my goodness which to me is crazy because these people kept saying like it's the most haunted theater on Broadway and I was like huh I've not heard that the Winter Garden was one haunted, two the most haunted on Broadway. So I thought that was interesting. I'd love to hear more if someone has information. Through this research, I also discovered a lot of really crazy freak accidents have happened in Broadway houses. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if anyone else does this, but I get terrified if someone tells me like, oh, yeah, someone died in this house or like someone died in this restaurant. Like I genuinely like it terrifies me that I will not be able to go in. Curious as to why that terrifies you. Just I don't know. Anywhere you go, somebody has probably died there. I know. Like that's just <laughs> I'm terrified 24 seven. <laughs> yeah, I don't mean to sound <laughs> flippant, but like at the grocery store, somebody's probably died in the grocery store. Like. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's a fact of life, you know? It, no, you're right. You're right. But I'm not trying to invalidate your fear. I'm just saying that must be no. very difficult for you to be scared of places where people have died and people just have probably died Well, it's died the places everywhere. that I just, like, assume maybe someone died here. What? I, <laughs> I think I just feed off of energy so much that you can just tell when some place, like, has... A, a weird or s difficult past. I used to get that a lot at my ex-boyfriend's house, which apparently was that was something else entirely haunted. Yeah, but that's not my story to tell. But yeah, no, that was a very haunted place, and without knowing that it was haunted, I mean, I could feel it, and um, until it was confirmed by a medium. That it was indeed haunted. I just knew. I just knew. And I go to places where I'm like, oh, yeah, no, something crazy happened here. And you can just feel it. Yeah. It's wild how, like, I think it's the as same humans, with hotel rooms. We're right? so, like, as humans, we're so in tune to these things. Yeah. But I think our brains really, like, work overtime Clicking. to keep us mm -hmm. unaware. Um, but it's, it's insane because my first. I had a couple paranormal experiences, but I had brushed them off, kind of. But we were on, like, this walking tour of Cookstown and, like, because it was, it's haunted. So that was the thing we were doing. And some of the stories, I was like, this is baloney. But we went into, like, a little place to get a snack. And so it was kind of highlighting local businesses as well. So not every stop was haunted. So I didn't know if this place was haunted or not. But I was standing by the stairs waiting for my mom instantly it was like a full body thing I was dizzy I felt like I was gonna throw up I felt like I couldn't breathe I was freezing I was like I need to get out of here so I left so I left the building and the minute I was outside I was fine So like it wasn't a panic attack that I needed to like come down from or anything like the minute I was outside totally fine mm -hmm. and then we're gathered to move on to the next spot and they're like 
oh yeah, like this place is haunted by the ghost of a woman, her husband shoved her down the stairs and killed her. And I was standing at the very foot of those stairs and like felt the sickest I've ever been in my life. So I'm curious to know like a percentage of our followers. So if you're listening, Mm. can you like just let us know, like, have you had that sort of experience where you know that something is haunted? Like how in tune would you rate yourself? um, Like when it comes to me, I think I know how it started, which is my aunt was moving into a house, right? And we had known the the couple who lived there and they unfortunately passed away inside the house. They were very old. And ever since then, when I go to my aunt's house, all I can think of is, my God, people died here. Like my cousin will say to me, I think she said to me once, like, um, oh yeah, she died in my bedroom. And like <laughs> since then, like it freaks me out. That is <laughs> ever since then. Ever since it then. No, me but out. It is, it's just a weird thing to think like, oh, like someone moved to the beyond here. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. I'm talking crazy right now. But on the flip side, because I love history, I mostly think of these things when I'm in places like New York City or like when we did the Margaret Lawrence episode and I I mentioned at the beginning, like we are walking these footsteps all over Times Square that she used to take I was trying actively like not to think about that actually (laughs) do you know what I mean where it's like oh my god like there are the ghosts of Broadway all around us and it's so interesting when you sit in these theater houses and you're like oh my god like of course these are all haunted because who would want to leave Broadway Now, I got super off track. So let me get back to what I originally wanted to say, which was I read um, on the forums that like so many people have had these crazy freak accidents and died in Broadway houses that like I just never hear on the news. And I looked up so many reports and I'm like, okay, maybe they're just saying that to freak me out specifically. It's like totally does. There was this story that I read about a woman who like, fell down the stairs at one of the Broadway houses, the Richard Rogers Theater specifically. Um, and an usher was telling someone that story and, and she died. And I'm like, oh my God, like these are things I wouldn't think of, but now I will be thinking actively of that every time I'm in that theater because I am now like terrified. But you don't hear of that, right? Like that you just, that stuff doesn't go on the news ever, which surprised me that there's no report so i was like okay it must not be true maybe it's like disneyland like if you die at disneyland they drag you off the property to die i told you that story right no my dad told me that actually yeah you're not legally allowed to be pronounced dead at disney world which yeah (laughs) that did come to mind when i was researching before because um Nobody dies on it's Broadway. It's really weird. Like someone mentioned, like I think people on the forms pull each other's legs a lot. You know what I mean? So I don't know how much of it was real. Like it's easy to make up bullshit about something being haunted because there's no yeah. technical evidence. But then it's also weird if so many people are saying the same stories and you're like, I have never heard that someone really horrifically died in the marquee theater like i don't think that's true right i hope not that sounds awful 
I don't know, but I spooked myself out, which makes me, but it does make me think that these things didn't happen because I feel like there would be more talk about it. I mean, it's not like. Yeah, I mean, like somebody shit on the floor at Pearl Studios and we're still talking it was about everywhere. that years later. I'm still talking about that. We still talk about it when we pass Pearl. I need to know who it was. That is the biggest unsolved mystery in my entire life. And I so get it. I so understand. We've all been there. <laughs> Enough time has passed. The statute of limitations is up. You can reveal Maybe yourself. the real ghost story in it all is who is the Pearl Studio shitter. Because what's more terrifying than shitting yourself and having the whole world find out about it? Oh. And it was at Magic Mike too, right? What's sexier to it drop a- in a Magic Mike audition so than a So hot. <laughs> I can't. Um... <laughs> With all, yeah, if the person who shat on the floor at Pearl Studios is listening, I'm sorry that I'm laughing at you, but I hope that you've come far enough since the incident to be able to laugh at yourself because that's We stand with you. I shit myself last year too. It's okay. She talked about it on the podcast. So like literally good space here. So yeah, there you have it. Another Haunted Theaters episode. But this time we are asking you. Tell us what you know. Give us all the spooky details of, well, like, not graphic details, please, but, like, the hauntings that you have experienced inside a theater, whether it's on Broadway, whether it's the West End, whether it's, like, small town Kentucky. Is Kentucky small? I don't know. We're Canadians, so. But we want to hear your stories. Bye, friends. Bye, everyone. Hope you sleep tonight.